Hi, this is Fan Fictional, a podcast about fan fiction. I'm Anitra, and you can find me on Tumblr and AO3 at allwaswell16. You can also find me on Twitter at all underscore was underscore well underscore 16, and you'll find links to all the fics I talk about today and a link for FicRex on my bio on Tumblr. My Tumblr's linked on my Twitter account as well as my coffee account, so if you'd like to support the podcast, you can buy me a coffee at ko-fi.com slash allwaswell16. So this is episode 45, and I'll be talking about all the fics I read in December of 2022 and what One Direction fics have been posting on AO3 this month. So let's go ahead and check out what fests have been posting. The Louis Rare Pair Fest, the 1D Cannon Fest, the 1D Christmas Fest, and the 1D Reverse Bang all posted fics in December. And then starting off in the new year, some of these fests are going to continue to post, and it won't be until February that we start seeing some new fests posting fics. So let's go ahead and get into the fic recs. I'll start with Larry fix, and then I have quite a few rare pair fics to talk about from the Louis Rare Pair Fest. And then after that, I'll get to all the new fics that were posted in December and submitted to the 1D Monthly Fic Roundup. So the first fic I have for you is called Chasing, Searching, Dreaming by Parmaham Larry. It's rated explicit and 46,000 words. The summary says everyone is chasing, searching, dreaming of their soulmate. Harry has known who his soulmate is since he was 20 years old, and ever since, he has been waiting for Louis to be ready for him. The unexpected passing of Louis's mom and the fact that now he is the guardian of his twin two-year-old little siblings just means that Harry is going to have to wait a bit longer. A soulmate AU full of cute kids, house building, therapy, and a lot of dreaming. So this fic was written for this year's Big Bang. So yes, I am still working my way through the Big Bang. But anyway, I am so glad I made it to this one because I adored this fic. If you are looking for the most intense pining you've ever read, this is the fic for you. So at the time that we come into the story, Harry has known Louis as his soulmate for seven years. Now, it would be easy to feel sorry for Harry because that's a long time to know someone's your soulmate and they don't know you're theirs. But it makes a lot of sense that Louis just, he has not been ready for a soulmate yet. Now, the soulmate aspect of the fic is that you eventually dream about your soulmate and that's how you know it's them. So we are getting all of Harry's soulmate dreams about Louis this whole time period that we're um, reading about and it really hurts. It does that. It hurts. (laughs) But then we do get the real time of Harry being by Louis' side through some hardships and then the joys though and then eventually, you know, the glorious time when Louis's finally ready. So there is a lot of great buildup here. Definitely worth the wait. The next one's called I Keep Looking for Magic. It's by Lulu Lawrence. It's not rated in 36,000 words. The summary says, Harry loves Christmas, but this year is special. After 10 years of boyfriends all failing to ever meet Harry's family, Harry has a fiancé to introduce, and things are looking like they will be perfect. Until they break up. Harry cannot go home alone when he had promised to bring a significant other again. This leaves him with little choice but to find someone to pretend they are his fiancé. Surely nothing could go wrong with this plan. 
So this is one of the Advent Fix that I read this month. And if you aren't familiar with Advent Fix, they are fix that post like as a work in progress once a day from December 1st through December 25th. So some writers do it slightly differently than that, but that's the general idea. Now, I only had time to read two Advent fix, unfortunately, this month, and there were so many Advent fix. We were just like drowning in Advent fix, but the two that I did get a chance to read were both absolute gems. This is the first one I'll talk about, and then I'll talk about the other one next, but I just want to say that these fix, these two fix really got me through December. They brought me this like daily bit of joy that I just really desperately needed. So if you need some help getting through January, I would encourage you to read these fix or really anytime you need to pick me up. Now, this one's a fake relationship fic where poor Harry has really been unlucky with love for the past decade, really. And he finally thinks he's got this fiance to bring home, meet his family. But us as the reader, we see the cracks there in that relationship right away. So when his fiance breaks up with him, his friends convince him that it'd be a great idea to bring home a fake boyfriend. So after a little bit of trial and error, they find someone who's able to do this, who is, of course, Louie. And right from the start, they just click. We get all the fun fake relationship tropes, lots of pining and bed sharing and cuddling and kissing for the sake of, you know, Harry's family. And then, of course, Harry's family adores Louie. So it's just fake relationship perfection right here. Now, the next one's called Set the Sky Alight, O Holy Night by Lady Londonderry on AO3 and London Fog in a Cup on Tumblr. It's rated teen and up, 33,000 words. And the summary says, it's a starter home, Niall says. He looks ridiculously proud. Louis does not think he should look that proud. That bathtub's fallen through the ceiling, Louis points out. Starter home, Niall emphasizes. One house, five almost strangers, plus Niall six new beginnings. Happy Christmas. Here's to many more. Okay, so this is the other Advent fic I've read. It is absolute chaos in the best way possible, which, to be honest, is very on brand for this writer's Advent fix. And I honestly, I don't know what I would do in December if Lady Londonderry did not publish an Advent fic because I need the daily shot of dopamine in December that her Advent fics bring me. So the premise of this fic is that everyone in the office has been working remotely and then they're suddenly being told to come back to the office for a few days a week, which this is a problem because Louis has moved back home to Doncaster, which is hours away from this office in London. So, you know, he has hardly any time to find housing. But luckily, he has a very chaotic co-worker named Niall who's got a house and he's got a plan. So... Louis ends up moving into the attic of this old, dilapidated house with a whole lot of problems and a new roommate in that attic who is Harry. And then also living in the house are some other co-workers from this office, uh, Liam and Zane, and then this odd, mysterious character named Louis. And it takes Louis a while to get a handle on everything that's really going on because he's kind of oblivious. There are so many hilarious surprises in this one. I was actually laughing out loud multiple times while reading it. And 
okay, when you find out about the clown thing, I promise you're just going to lose it. Like, I just, I couldn't stop laughing. And I think I'm going to go ahead and read you something from this fic. It'll be about the house, so it'll be some somewhere in the beginning-ish of the fic. So show me around your house, as it were, Louis says, striding toward the ta- tray table room. Niall follows. It really is an entirely empty room with the tray table in the middle. Huh. This is the tray table room, Niall says proudly. Really? No, but Liam's coming tomorrow and he's the one with the table. Oh, that makes sense. Louis nods. Hey, why didn't you ask me if I had any furniture? You moved back into your childhood room. I figured you'd be lucky if you'd bring a bed. Damn, Louis didn't bring a bed. Niall is intimidatingly good at this. Anyway, Niall claps his hands. Back that way are the stairs to the next floor. That front room is the gaming room because I think it was supposed to be the parlor where you greet people in the old days. But I figure you can greet people wherever now. He turns and gestures to the adjoining room, the door to which is slightly ajar, so all Louis can see is a fireplace and television. Living room. Telly only works when all the light switches are pointed on, but we can't figure out which one actually turns it on. He points opposite that room to a door in the wall that's about five feet tall. Door to the cellar. Don't go down there. Are there dead things? Louis asks warily. Honestly, I'm not sure. The floor is dirt and also it floods for about two weeks every time it rains, so I'm not sure there's a bottom to it at all. I think it might be a quicksand situation. Got it, Louis says. Your house is bad. My house is a fixer-upper. Niall pouts but drags Louis through the last doorway at the back of the house to what is clearly a kitchen. The floors are a delightful ruddy brown tile, but as soon as Louis steps over the threshold, he tilts. Oh shit, he says. Yeah, the kitchen is a little off balance, Niall says. You get used to it, but it takes an adjustment. Just never leave any cups on their side. You'll lose them. When does anyone leave cups on their sides? Louis asks in alarm. That's not normal, Niall. Regaining his balance again, Louis turns to get a better look at the kitchen and realizes that there is someone sitting on the counter with his feet in the sink. Oh, and this is Louis, Niall says brightly. He says it as if Lewis is the most delightful person in the world, as if no one could ever be as exciting as Lewis. This is a lot to convey in five words, but Niall conveys it quite well. Lewis is hunched between the counter and the cabinets as if he is a feral cat. There is a coffee cup in his lap with a pour-over kit on top. Lewis is pouring what looks like coffee into the pour-over. Aren't you supposed to put water into that? Louis asks. Lewis glances at him and then looks back to his coffee. Did water the first time, he says. Wasn't strong enough. He does double coffee a lot, Niall says, by way of explanation. Lewis is good at the double coffee. Plus, last week, he broke the carafe for the coffee maker. I didn't do anything weird, Lewis qualifies. I just put it on its side and it rolled off the counter. He sniffs at the pour-over and then glances up at Louis. Want half? It's almost right. I'm good, thanks. Louis thinks he might vibrate out of his skin with something of that intensity. I'm Louis. Uh, why are you in the sink? Legs didn't touch the floor, and I didn't like that, Louis says. Sure, 
Louis says. That makes sense. Okay, I better stop somewhere here before I read this whole thing out loud to you guys. Okay, um, yeah, I mean, I think you can get a feel for, like, the chaos. The chaos is just beginning in that part, really. <laughs> okay, let's take a look at the next one. It's Reckless Behavior by Newies. It is rated explicit and 13,000 words. And the summary says, Harry is a retired football player looking for a new opportunity. Louie is the image consultant hired to help him find it. So this fic was written for this year's Bottom Louie Fic Fest. It's a very flirty, fun take on a footy fic. Harry is a pretty cocky character in the beginning, even after this injury that has ended his football career. And he kind of just carries that attitude into his next pursuits, which not really working out for him so well. So that's how he ends up needing an image consultant who is Louie. And it's through getting to know Louie and Louie's daughter that Harry's edges kind of start to soften. And Harry's still Harry, though, but there's a lot of growth and development in his character. And he just grows into this person who wants to do better and wants to be there for other people in ways that he kind of didn't even expect himself, I think. And that kind of development's just always a really interesting read for me. The next one's called It Started With a Spark. It's by Exceptionally Ordinary on AO3 and Exceptionally Ordinary on Tumblr. It is not rated 6,000 words, and the summary says Louis's life has turned upside down. He's found himself in the crazy world of X Factor, but he's also made some good friends through the process. Could the magnetic pull he feels towards a certain curly-haired cutie be about more than friendship? So this fic was written for the 1D Canon Fest, and I don't tend to read a ton of canon fics, but I definitely do try to check out all the new fests that are posting, and this one did, you know, catch my attention. So if you're in the mood for an X Factor fic with Louis and Harry figuring it out, this one is really written beautifully. We get a lot of internal dialogue from Louis, and that's leading us through his own awakening and through his burgeoning feelings for Harry. The fic has this really intimate feel to it because of how in Louis's head we are for it. And it's just a lovely slice of early canon fic that we just don't see a whole lot of in this fandom anymore. So if that's something you're interested in, this would be a really good one to check out. The next one's called Come My Love, Be One With The Sea. It's by Cuckoo Truk on AO3 and Larry doing laundry on Tumblr, rated mature in 6,000 words. The summary says, Harry, Louis repeats, heart thrashing in his chest as he slowly comprehends he's once again being pinned down by a strong-looking sea beauty who could potentially kill him at any given second. Well, Harry, are you planning to eat me for dinner? Harry stares at him, eyes boggling out of their head before they erupt in loud laughter and they throw themselves back until they fall into the water. They float on their back and their tail. Their tail splashes wildly against the water as they giggle. Technically, Louis knew Harry was a mermaid, but at the same time, he didn't know. He didn't believe it to be exact. Or, Pirate Captain Louis gets saved from the storm by Mermaid Harry and grows particularly fond of this mysterious creature. 
So I came across this because on Tumblr, I asked people to send me some fix from this year that they really loved that they thought that they thought maybe I hadn't read yet. And so this was one of the fix someone sent. And I immediately gravitated towards it because pirates. <laughs> I wrote a pirate fic this year. It's been a piratey kind of year for me. I've just been immersing myself in a lot of pirate things. So now this isn't just pirates, though, of course, it's a mermaid fic as well. So definitely has that added fantasy element to it. I loved the sweet romance that built up between these characters. And then there was this lovely, hopeful ending that they're going to find a way to really be together. The next one's called Seems You Cannot Be Replaced by Quicked Ween on AO3 and Become a Wendy Bird on Tumblr, rated mature and 5,000 words. The summary says, Harry and the popular boy in school Louis Tomlinson share a tension-filled night together when they're young. Fifteen years later, they see each other again. So this fic was written for the Harry's House Fic Fest, and let's just say... There was uh, an incredible moment of gay chicken that is played in this fic. <laughs> so much tension, just tension-filled lust. And then we get to see it play out again 15 years afterwards. I loved this. I, I loved how basically Harry has this one really brave moment when he's kind of just this nerdy high schooler and that that moment changes Louis's outlook on himself forever, basically. So talk about a memorable experience. Anyway, it's so fun that they're going to get a second chance at, at doing this the right way this time. The next one's called Love and Conversation. It's by Hello Lovers 13. It's rated teen and up 5,000 words. And the summary says, King Arthur Baking Hotline. Your bread fell flat, your cookies crumbled. Who do you turn to? The King Arthur Baker's hotline. Or Louis has a severe baking breakdown. Thankfully, he gets help from baking hotline operator Harry. This was just such a fun fic. We've got hopeless baker Louis, which, you know, we can all imagine that pretty easily. That's basically canon Louis. Obviously, this one is not canon. It's alternate universe, but Harry's the baking hotline operator who comes to his rescue with some really bad puns and some charm and then eventually a lot of help in actually baking this cake. Very cute and fun. So if you're looking for something lighthearted, this would be a really good one to choose. The next one's called Tide's Deathless Death by Jennifer underscore Cade on AO3 and Poets Reprieve on Tumblr rated explicit in 4,000 words. The summary says, The red serpent gleamed in all of her marvelous glory from where she was anchored a meager few miles away from the land, her flag waving proudly in the afternoon sun. The image was certainly memorable, the flag, that is. A serpent coiled viciously around a human heart, fangs sunken into the organ and blood oozing from the very spot. If not for the ship herself, the flag had its own repute of conveying the message that the captain was not to be trifled with. There was no single man who had survived after taking up arms against the captain. Well, there was one man, but including him amongst the horde of common faces would be a foolishness on the feared-by-all captain's part. That man currently stood silently staring after the captain, palm curled around the handle of his blade and teeth clenched in anger, 
he was certainly going to relieve all the navies of their plight by taking down the captain. At least then, in his relatively newfound life of piracy, he would have done one good deed. So, like I said about people sending me some favorites to read, this is another one that caught my eye from the list. Yes, another pirate one. Maybe people sent me pirate ones on purpose? Probably. Anyway, this one is fun in the way that, like, jealous revenge fics are fun. We've got extremely jealous. And honestly, he's a bit hurt as well. Pirate Louie. And, you know, he's ready to take out Captain Harry. I absolutely love a good jealousy fic, but there's, you know, some added bits of surprise and twists here that make this even more special of a fic. The next one is actually a series of fics. It's called Every Boy's a Lily by Doc Lenz on AO3 and Herschel Sue on Tumblr, rated mature and 3,000 words. And since this is a two-part series, let me read you both summaries. So, The first summary says, Harry moves to Paris. With no one to talk to, he makes friends with his neighbor from the window next to his, a painter named Louis with a burning passion for life. He sees Harry for who she really is. Now, the second series, that summary says, Louis finally responds to Harry's letter. Caught in the middle of a London particular, he confesses his feelings to her. So this is a strangers to lovers fic with, trans Harry and he has befriended his neighbor Louis who's an artist and in the author's note the writer says that this fic came to them in a dream and I thought it showed in the writing because it's so soft and dreamlike and the fics are written entirely as letters so the first is from Harry to Louis and the second is Louis's response So it is a historical setting, so the letters really add to that aspect of it as well. It's quite a unique series of fics, and I hope there's more to come for this series. But even if there isn't, there's an ending that leaves us with hope that they're going to be together when they're eventually reunited one day. The next one's called Chicago. It's by Hello Lovers 13, rated general and 3,000 words. The summary says they hadn't seen each other in four years. Why was Louis still writing songs about Harry? Now, I actually try not to read more than one fic by a writer each month just to be able to wreck more writers. But as soon as I saw there was a Chicago-inspired fic, I I had to read it. So, Also, I want to say publicly, no, (laughs) I was going to say I blame this writer for me signing up to write for the Faith in the Future Fic Fest because... I hadn't really planned on doing that. And then I read this fic and decided I had to. And I've already let them know it's their fault. And they don't seem to mind. And or they don't care that they've done this to me. (laughs) Anyway, I'm just joking. I am such a sucker for exes to lovers. So this was such fun for me to dive into a bit of that particular kind of hurt And the premise of the fic is Louis asking Harry's permission to release the song Chicago. So he plays it for him first, which, ouch, right? But don't worry, there's a happy ending to follow that bit of hurt. And that is it for the Larry fix. I now have the many Louis Rare Pair fix I read this month because I read the rest of the Louis Rare Pair Fest. So excited to tell you all about the fix that were written for the fest. 
All the rare pairs this month I have for you come from that fest. There's unique pairings and girl direction and adaptations and original characters. So let's just get started. There's a lot of rare pair gold here we've been given. So this first one is called Me and You is All I've Ever Known. It's by Restless underscore Rebels on AO3 and Restless dash Rebels on Tumblr. It is rated teen and up 24,000 words and it's a Louis and Zane pairing. The summary says Zane managed to break the hold Louis had on his chin and looked away. I'm not throwing it away. I'm making room for you to do the things you want and making sure I'm not stuck here waiting. I'm protecting both of us, Zane explained, tossing the shoulder strap from the bag on his shoulder and grabbed his phone and charger from the bedside table. I'm going to go get a hotel room. Have a safe flight, Lou. Zane started walking away, making sure his eyes didn't linger on anything in the apartment. He didn't hear any footsteps behind him, meaning Louis wasn't following him. He chose to take that as a good sign. Louis was accepting what Zane wanted. I love you and I always will. I'm going to come back and prove that, Louis shouted down the hall as Zane opened the front door. So this is one of the longer fix from the fest. So we really get time to get to know our characters and the big, huge mistakes they make along the way. Starting off with Zane deciding not to tell Louis he's pregnant before Louis goes off to try and make it big as a musician. So big yikes there. There's a lot of complexity, to, though, to the characters and their situation. And obviously, Zane has made some big mistakes here, but he's done a lot of what he's done with good intentions. And he's made good choices, too, along the way. But eventually his lies do catch up with him or his omissions, I guess. And that is very fun to read here. Love the mess that is made here. And then it is resolved. And there is love here still between Zane and Louis that just really never went away. And something else I want to point out, though, um, this fic is written so tightly. Like, there, it's fast-paced, lots of dialogue and action, emotion. I just flew right through this fic in the best, best way. The next one's called When You Love Someone You Make Room by LuluBaby92 on AO3 and LuluBabies1992 on Tumblr. Rated explicit, 20,000 words, and it's a Louie and Jamie Campbell Bauer pairing. The summary says, liking the view? Like your eyes, actually, Jamie says, which surprises him. He tilts his head back and realizes how tall Jamie is up close. Their height difference is almost staggering. First thing I noticed across the room, Jamie informs him. My eyes? They're really pretty. Louis surprised again when Jamie turns shy, eyes cutting away, like him calling Louis's eyes pretty as something of a secret. Surely you must have been told that by a lot of admirers. Jamie Campbell Bower is a big deal of that, Louis is sure. He's a walking charmer with a jawline to die for, so it's a bit of a surprise when Jamie looks his way, let alone approaches him to chat him up. Now that, Louis finds very, very interesting. Okay, I was super excited to see this pairing in the fest because it's the only completed work out there for this pairing. Now, obviously, Jamie isn't really in the 1D universe, so if you don't know who he is, he's a really successful actor. He's been a lot of influential movies really and tv shows and including stranger things would be kind of the more recent thing that he's a part of but 
He also happens to be a musician as well, and that's what his character in this fic is really leaning into. This is also one of the longer fics in the fest, so we're going on this journey, really, with Louis and his bandmates, kind of working through their traumas, which we learn about piece by piece as we go through the fic. So Louis also a musician in the fic, but it's an alternate universe, so he's a drummer for a band which honestly that is like dream come true kind of fix scenario for me like I, I even once commissioned a drummer Louis Manip so that's that's how into drummer Louis I am like as a concept <laughs> now this Louis is a really strong character but then I love that we got to see a more vulnerable side to him and he's able to have support from Jamie who becomes this really stabilizing force in his life such a good fic very emotional journey it deals with a lot of issues but then you also get to see the characters kind of coming out on the other side of it as well the next one is called sweet talk it's actually a series of fix by words and notes on a3 and kel sentiment on tumblr it is rate mature twelve thousand words and it's a louis and niall pairing so the series began with the uh, fic for the Trick or Treat Fest back in October. So we got kind of a little taste of that, of this fic then. The summary for that one was, as soon as the sun finally sets, Louie and one of her minions make their way to the only bar in town that's got live music. Louie's convinced that the Slayer will be there. Where else would a college kid be on a Friday night? So... As you may have determined by that summary, this is Girl Direction and um, also inspired by Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So in this particular AU, Niles the Slayer, Louis in the role of vampire, and if you know the series, he's Spike. Well, she, if you know the, the series, the role of Spike is Louis in this fic. So the second part of the series entitled Running from the Sun is that's the one that was written for the Louis Rare Pair Fest, which is mostly what I'm going to talk about here. Now, the summary for that one is Louis growls and lunges at the Slayer without warning. Niall easily deflects her, though, then grabs the collar of Louis's leather coat with her unnaturally strong grip and throws her back into the wall where she came from. If Louis had been human, she might have been knocked out. It's a good thing that she isn't. Is that all you got? The Slayer asks, raising an amused eyebrow. Oh, we're just starting, love, Louis replies. This was such a good adaptation. So much action and emotion and hurt. And the hurt, it's like uh, both emotional and physical. But what I love most about it was the writer's ability to take something that might be really familiar for some of us who've watched the show but then give us their own take on the characters, kind of melding them into the Louis and Nile characters, but in a very canon Buffy universe. But I really think the story is told clearly enough that even if you knew nothing at all about Buffy, you could totally read this as a vampire fic, and I think you would enjoy it just as much. The next one's called The Concept of Controlled Love by Kiki Borowski16 on AO3 and Larry's Ballet Slippers on Tumblr. Rated explicit 10,000 words, and it's a Louis and original male character pairing. The summary says, I hope you don't have a class or something. It won't happen again. He stood straight and put out his hand for Louis to shake. I'm Andrew. 
It sounded so sweet and polite that Louis had no choice but to accept he was already in love. I'm Louis. Nice to meet you. I, I'm waiting for someone, but he can wait. Louis shook Andrew's hand and a blush covered his face. Um, I think you meant to meet me. Andrew squinted his eyes, but Louis's mind went blank. I'm picture nerd. Or Louis and Andrew make a deal to help each other pass the term, but things turn out differently than expected. So this fic's actually a prequel to a series by this writer, and this is actually the fifth part of the series, but I haven't actually read the rest of the series yet, so I can tell you that this absolutely stands on its own. And I think it does really well, maybe in particular because it is an original character here paired with Louis. In the later fix, the pairing actually becomes a polyamorous one with uh, Louis, Andrew, and Harry. But for this one, we're just getting the origin story of Louis and Andrew falling in love. And it's a really fun one. I'm sure if you've read the series, you'll be feeling like you're getting some new insights into the characters. But I thought it made for a great introduction to the characters. And it made me really want to read the other fics in the series. So the premise is they're at university. Louis needs a tutor. And Andrew agrees to help him, but to be paid for that help. And Louis doesn't really have the money to pay him. So they make a deal to tutor each other in their weaker subjects. But you eventually find out why this is all happening a little bit at a time. They're growing closer and closer over the semester. Love a good uni AU with them falling in love. And it's lovely to know that there's even more to their story really in the following parts of the series. The next one's called Cigarettes and Chances by Faith and Walls 369. It is rated general, 7,000 words, and it's a Louis-Liam Gallagher pairing. Summary says, event photographer Louis Tomlinson isn't the luckiest of folk. On a whim, he decides to enter a competition via local radio for a chance to have backstage access to Liam Gallagher's latest album release tour. Louis was already planning on snapping some shots, but what he didn't bargain on was winning the competition. So I just love a famous, not famous trope. And this one, we basically have Ken and Liam with not famous Louis as photographer who just kind of caught a lucky break. And uh, Louis's nervousness is very palpable here, but there's a lot of fun wish fulfillment here too, especially when we see how much in common Liam and Louis have and that the attraction between them is mutual. The next one's called The Seduction of Draco Malfoy by Still Writing on AO3 and Adam-My-Adam on Tumblr. It is rated explicit 7,000 words and it's a Louis and Draco Malfoy pairing. The summary says the handsome prickly stranger had melted into a wrecked, sexy, pleading dream and Louis had done it to him. Or Louis needs a distraction after his tour. Draco still struggles with his past, Potter and his dreaded mark. At the suggestion of his late wife, Astoria, he makes a trip to Muggle London to try and put his old life completely behind him. He's doubtful, but then he encounters Louis Tomlinson. Okay, this fic. Oh my gosh. What a combination of my favorite things. The one other fandom besides One Direction that I'm really involved in at all is the Harry Potter fandom. I've written maybe, I don't know, five or six dreary fics over the years. So to have this pairing kind of blew my mind. <laughs> There's a melding here of the setting as well. So both characters are basically canon and they're in their own canon universes. And it's just that those universes have just collided. 
there's this great buildup of sexual tension between them in this bar. And that definitely, you know, culminates into something here. But what's actually so cool about the fic is that their paths have crossed in this fateful way. But it's maybe only meant to be for just the one night. But it also doesn't mean that what happened wasn't special in its own way. It's just a very cool way of writing this pairing, and it made for a really unique fic. The next one's called Something Running Around My Head by And Follow the Sun on AO3 and Halion on Tumblr, rated general 7,000 words, and it's a Louis and Nile pairing. The summary says, when Harry had invited them to Anne and Robin's party for their 10th anniversary, Niall had asked him whether they should bring anything. And Harry had shrugged in his usual way and said, it's mostly going to be my parents, friends. You can bring something if you like. Which was as unhelpful as it was infuriating. Louis likes to think that Anne and Robin like them, though. The three of them have been flatmates for the better part of two years and friends before that. It would be bad form to show up to an anniversary empty-handed. So this is the final Nui fic I'm going to talk about from the fest, but honestly, it is wild how many Louis and Niall fics came out from this fest, and it's not really one of the more popular rare pair um, pairings, and I feel like this fest is like single-handedly up the stats on this pairing, so good work, writers. <laughs> this is another Girl Direction fic with a Friends to Lovers plot. So much longing here, but... It's not just romantic longing. The characters have kind of reached this big transition time in their lives. And we're reading Louis's reaction to all the change that's about to happen. And the fic's written this very specific way where so much of what's happening is unsaid and implied. And it's really amazing what's captured here while you're reading in between the lines of what everyone's saying and doing. It's a beautiful fic and really worth giving it a chance. The next one's called Here With Me. It's by Have You Found What You're Looking For on AO3. It is rated teen and up 6,000 words, and it's a Louis and Nick Grimshaw pairing. The summary says Louis has been secretly dating Nick and things were going so smoothly, but then Nick finds out that he's pregnant and they have no choice but to tell everyone about their relationship. Listen, I was thrilled to see that there was going to be a Tomlinshaw fic for the fest. Obviously, it's been one of the more popular rare pairs in the past, but it just kind of isn't the case anymore. There just aren't a whole lot being written now. So it was a lot of fun to get a new one and not even just a new one, but a new one that has kind of turned at least one of the more common Tomlinshaw tropes on its head, but still keeping other ones like having that secret relationship. Um, I love the dramatic Nick bits when he realizes he's pregnant. And then poor Harry, he has a lot of surprises thrown at him all at once, finding out his friends are together and uh, that they're pregnant. I, uh, finding all that out at the same time was probably a little bit hard. But anyway, this is obviously a stressful topic when you're talking about an unplanned pregnancy. But I love the way that Louis stepped up. I love the protectiveness in that character. The next one's called Worth the Risk by LH Home on AO3 and LH Home Fix on Tumblr. It's rated explicit 5,000 words, and this one's a Louis and Lando Norris pairing. The summary says, hmm, I guess I just want someone I can take the risks for, H. Is that too much to ask for? 
Louis sighs and flops backwards. It isn't too much to ask for, and it sucks that there are things we have to worry about, that there is even a risk to be taken. But, well, maybe that's what love is, something that's going to be worth the risk, Harry says with a half shrug. The one where Lando Norris just wants to flirt with the cute guy he saw from across the room, and Louis finally finds someone who's worth the risk. Okay, so for this pairing, I have to admit, I don't know a whole lot about F1 racing. Like, pretty much all I know is they're the Blorbos from my dash, basically. So I'd only vaguely heard of Lando Norris, but I don't think it matters for the story. I mean, if you're an F1 fan, you'd probably enjoy that there's a fic about a racer. It's not the right word, is it? Sorry, it's late here. Driver. It's a fic about a driver. Sorry. Okay. But I'm just saying I very much enjoyed this fic even without knowing a whole lot about F1. So much good flustered flirting going on between them without knowing. Um, sorry, I lost my spot in my notes. Yeah, just so much flustered flirting going on between them. I loved the famous, famous parts of the fic and how they're navigating that part of their lives. Lando calling Louis pop star had me like banning myself. I loved that. So flirty and fun. The next fic is called Flame Color Paradise. It's by Cinnamons on AO3 and Sunbelly Lou on Tumblr. Rated explicit, 3,000 words, and it's a Louis Mads Mickelson pairing. The summary says, a side smirk widened Mads' lips. He looked like a sight straight from heaven in his dark three-piece suit, hair in perfect place, a relaxed look on his face, as if he hasn't had a hard-on for the last half an hour. Louis loved how Mads was always perfectly composed, never a single strand of hair out of place. I'm leaving out just the very last bit of that summary because it is uh, not safe for work. <laughs> And that right there is going to tell you something about this fic. So the fic takes place in an office setting and it's an AU. Mads Mickelson's the boss in the office. If you don't happen to know who he is, he's a very well-known actor, most recently known for playing Hannibal. But in this fic, he's not an actor. So Louis, his employee, it is most certainly a porn without plot fic. So plenty of smut here of the kink variety, but without giving it all away, I'll just say don't write this off as, you know, just porn without plot. There is a very fun twist to that that it really got me. So that was a really fun bonus to this fic. The next one's called It's All Come and Go by Has to Be Good. It is rated explicit 2,000 words, and it's a Louis and Orville Peck pairing. The summary says... Truck stops are like the original grinder, which is a quote from Orville Peck, Coachella 2022. So this is canon divergence in that we have Canon Louis on tour in the U.S. and Orville Peck, instead of being a singer and musician, so himself, instead of that, he's a long haul truck driver. So they happen to meet at a truck stop late at night. This fic was absolute fire so freaking hot oh my god Louis calling him cowboy Orville calling him rock star it was a lot to handle honestly I honestly I dare you to try and read this without blushing 
The next one, actually the last one's called Demon's Hide. It is by Sit and Admire on AO3 and Louis Tom Lyonson on Tumblr, not rated, and 777 words. And it is a Louis and four pairing. The summary says, when are you getting that tongue piercing we talked about? Louis chuckles. As soon as you manage to keep me pinned down long enough, love. So this is the last fic I have to talk to you about today as a fic wreck. It is a Divergent AU. So if you have ever read that book series or seen the movies, then you would know the character of Four. It's um, in the movies, Four is played by Tobias Eaton. But in this adaptation, Louis is in Dauntless and the books and movie are quite intense. So this slice of life that we get in this ficlet It has that real air of intensity to it that really matches the mood of the particular universe this is set in. There's really so much going on in just 777 words. So if the writer decides to write more of this, I know that those of us who read it would love to read more in this very immersive world. Okay, so that's it. But now that the Louis Rear Pair Fest is over, I really would love to say a huge public thank you to all the writers, all 17 of them who participated in the fest. I honestly did not expect so many writers to sign up to write for a Rear Pair Fest, and I am absolutely thrilled. I am in all of the fix that came out of the fest, and I am definitely up for having the fest again next year. Another huge thank you to all the readers who left kudos and lovely comments on the fix. It was a lot of fun for me to see people reading some pairings that they hadn't read before, um, trying out some new things and finding a new love for it. Okay, so let's go ahead. Let's get into the fix that were submitted for December for the Monday monthly fic roundup on Tumblr. And I'm going to try to leave out any fix I've already talked about today, but if I mess up, please forgive the lapse. I'll go, I would go in and edit it out, but I've got a sick child right now. And I, if this gets recorded in time, it's because luck was with me, honestly. <laughs> okay, let's get started. Honestly, I love this part because I feel like I get to find tons of new fix to book wreck and it's exciting for me. <laughs> Okay, the first one I've got here is called All I Know Is I'm in Trouble Because the Atmosphere is So Cold, but we are the same on AO3, and so why let your voice be tamed on Tumblr? Rated teen and up, 8,000 words, and a Louis and Harry pairing. While on a holiday with his best mate Zane, Louis meets Harry, who seems to dislike him from the start. It's just as lucky he ends up getting stuck on a ski lift with Harry, except maybe the universe knows better and he really is lucky. The next one's called Here Where You Should Be by Lunar HES LWT, rated general, 19,000 words, and a Harry and Louis pairing. The summary says, I'm spending Christmas alone. Harry would never have thought of himself as dramatic, but he could swear he felt his heart lurch at the quiet admission. Huh? Just me, myself, and I, Louis joked, giving a little laugh. It's about to be a very, uh, silent night. And Harry was so distraught at this news that he didn't even chuckle at the pun. Louis, he said dumbly, voice betraying how upsetting he found the idea. Sparkle in Louis's eyes dulled further. Don't you worry about me, Harry, Louis soothed. It's not that big a deal. Would you like to spend Christmas with me? And what 
the fuck? Why did he ask that to someone who is essentially a stranger? Or when Harry, an anxious alpha, found himself panicking over last-minute Christmas shopping, he found comfort in the kind Omega shop assistant, Louis. He wasn't meant to invite the Omega home for Christmas when he found out that he's spending Christmas alone. He wasn't meant to catch feelings. Hell, he wasn't even meant to be able to go home for the holiday. It was shaping up to be a Christmas full of surprises. The next one's called Mistletoes for Two by Crimson Theory on AO3, and I really saw an angel on Tumblr. Rated explicit, 90,000 words, and a Louis and Harry pairing. The summary says, after an encounter in a coffee shop with the rudest man he's ever met, Louis hopes the city is just big enough that he'll never bump into him again. When he spots that man at a bar the following evening, a plan begins to form. They both need dates for their respective Christmas parties and decide to use each other for their own benefit. They'll help one another through the holidays and then break it off on New Year's, then agree to never see each other again. Developing feelings was not part of the plan. Or an enemies to lovers fake dating advent fic. The next one's called One for the Books by Neon Diamond, rated mature, 25,000 words, and a Louis and Harry pairing. The summary says when Harry decides to move to London a few weeks before Christmas to pursue his dream and become the new owner of a bookshop after seeing an ad online, everyone he knows tells him he must be out of his mind. As he gets acquainted with his new life and meets a handful of incredible individuals, one of which he happens to grow particularly fond of, he slowly comes to the realization that it may just be the best decision he's ever made. Or the one where there's a bookshop, a cat, OT5 friendship, a budding romance, and all the festive vibes. The next one's called When Did I First Know I Always Knew by ANAP on AO3 and Panye on Tumblr. I never know how to say that because it's clearly supposed to be pain, like Liam Payne's name, but then like the letters moved around. Anyway, P-A-N-Y-E. Rated explicit 7,000 words and a Niall and Sean Mendes pairing. Summary says, Sean has thought about marrying Niall more times than he can count, but there's a palpable difference in the way he feels around kids now. It's gone from an immeasurable amount of love for being Uncle Sean to Harry and Louis' children to wanting to experience these moments for himself with his own kids. He has a feeling that has a lot to do with the way he feels about Niall, too. Or it takes Christmas Eve spent with two dads, four uncles, and two children under six for Sean to realize he might want kids of his own. He's nervous Niall won't feel the same way. The next one's called The Holes of My Sweater by Your Delicate POV on AO3 and Harry's Mason on Tumblr, rated, not rated, 31,000 words and a Louis and Harry pairing. The summary says Harry dusts off the flower from all over his body. His cheeks hurt from how much he laughed. Louis's face is flushed from it, brown hair looking like a nest. Yet Louis's eyes are lit with so much joy, bluer than the oceans, laughter dancing in the little green specks. Harry feels himself get lost in them, Louis looking right back. Has Louis always looked this pretty, he can't help but think? They're snapped out of their trance by the sound of the oven beeping. Harry blinks. Louis is covered from head to toe in flower, looking an absolute mess. Why did Harry think he looked pretty? Or Harry is the new teacher. Help. Louis helps him settle in. It's the sweater weather and no one's falling in love with their new kind and charming best friend. 
no one. Includes Harry's cat being the mood all the time, Zane pining for Liam, Lilo never getting along, and Niall throwing parties every chance he gets, which may or may not willingly trigger these friends to convert into lovers. The next one's called Find Our Place by Nui's. It is not rated, 3,000 words, and a Zane and Louis pairing. The summary says, fuck, Louis says as he hangs up the phone and turns it off. He hopes the call didn't connect, otherwise he would have to change his number again. The next one's called Make You Mine This Season by Disgruntled Kitten Face. Rated mature, 28,000 words, and it's a Zane and Harry pairing and also a Louis and Nick Grimshaw pairing. The summary says, after Harry's Christmas plans fall through, she decides to surprise her best friend Nick in New York. Unfortunately, Nick decided to surprise her in San Francisco at the same time. When they realize what happened, they each resign themselves to staying and spending time in the other city. Harry tries to make the best of things, making elaborate plans to distract herself from feeling lonely. While Nick is just looking forward to her first real vacation from her hectic job in years. Neither of them will have the Christmas that they expected, but maybe they'll each get the one they need. The next one's called Charm Your Pants Off by For Your Eyes Only 28 on AO3 and uh, Evie Loves You on Tumblr, rated general 2,000 words and a Harry and Louie pairing. When Harry heard himself in front of all his co-workers, he thought his Christmas Eve couldn't get any worse. That was until he ended up in an actual ambulance. Perhaps the gentle and ridiculously attractive doctor he meets at the hospital can make his trip, pun absolutely intended, worth it. The next one's called Late Night Talking by Kings of Everything, rated explicit, 53,000 words, and a Louis and Harry pairing. Louis Tomlinson has a new album coming out and a second world tour on the horizon. Promo season gets underway with a stop at Late Night Talking, the late night show hosted by Harry Styles. And Harry Styles just happens to be the man who blew a chance to date Louie a decade ago. The next one's called A Very Darling Christmas by Aquamarine Daffodil. Rated mature, 133,000 words, and a Harry and Louie pairing. It's Harry's first holiday season since he opened the little bakery at Astor Square. And according to his best friend Zane, he is hopelessly unprepared. With the start of the local Christmas market right around the corner and an already hectic schedule, Harry really can't afford to get distracted. Then again, neither can Louis, who's in the middle of directing rehearsals for a winter musical with his drama class and promised his colleague Niall that he'd focus all of his energy on the musical. But you know what they say, promises are like pie crusts, made to be broken. Um, the next one is called The Hour of Us by Sit and Admire on AL3. And Louis Tom Lyonson on Tumblr rated mature, 5,000 words, and it's a Niall, Harry, and Louis pairing. Harry loves her quiet life with her two partners, Niall and Louis, but one day her magic starts acting up. Will Harry be able to figure out what's happening, how to fix it, and soon? Or the modern witches AU where Niall collects spell books, Harry is fascinated by plants, and Louis is ready to protect them at all costs. The next one is called The Streetlights Are All Saying Your Name by Live, Laugh, Love, Larry on AO3 and Love is Larry is Love on Tumblr. Rated mature, 4,000 words, and a Niall and Sean Mendes pairing. The roar of the crowd is still thrumming in his bones as Sean steps off the stage, feeling like he's riding on a cloud of music and marijuana smoke. 
As he descends the stairs, he sees Niall, hands in his pockets, smiling as bright as the stage lights. You were amazing, Niall tells him, pulling him into a tight hug. Fucking killed it as always. Sean squirms in his arms. I'm all sweaty and gross. Don't care. Niall rubs his cheek against Sean's. Smells like you. Plus it gives me an excuse to join you in the shower when we get back to the hotel. Sean laughs. You know you don't need an excuse, he says. Open invitation, anytime. Or Niall comes to visit Sean at the Jingle Bell performances, Jingle Ball performances, and afterwards they spend some time in their hotel room together, reminiscing on old holiday memories and making new ones together. The next one's by the same writer. It's called They Say Looks Can Kill and I Might Try, rated mature, 18,000 words and a Louis and Harry pairing. There is little Louis loves more than the look on a would-be criminal's face when he falls from the sky. They never see it coming, which seems ridiculous, since they live in a city with dozens of superheroes. But then again, most of those heroes are Calcor's pet monkeys, and Calcor isn't all that concerned with helping ordinary folks. Louis is, though, so when he looks into an alley and spots a man gripping a woman's arm hard enough to bruise, he does the logical thing. He fires an arrow that neatly peels the man's hat off his head and pins it to the wall behind him. Isn't that what anyone would do? Once, Louis walked the streets as Ranger, a proud member of the Calcorp Crusaders. With their training and tech, he thought he'd be able to fight evil and protect those in need. Then he realized the evil people needed protecting from was the very company that had built him into a hero in the first place. Now he walks those same streets as Rogue a vigilante who makes his own justice and he's making damn sure that justice is coming for Cal Corp too. The next one's called I Keep Looking for Magic. Oh, I already talked about that. So let's go to Silver White Winters by Lulu Lawrence, not rated, 9,000 words and an OT5 pairing. Liam Payne had learned many things as a bartender. He learned when people needed to talk or when they needed a gentle smile. He now knew when they wanted advice or someone to just agree with them. He also had come to recognize when someone was past the limit and needed to be told no. But when it came to holidays, Liam had learned that when people came into the neighborhood pub alone on Christmas Eve, it was for a reason. Niall, Zane, Harry, and Louie all definitely have their own reasons for showing up at Liam's bar alone on Christmas Eve. With the help of a surprise winter storm, none of them will have a reason to be alone for long. The next one's called Love Drunk, Waiting on a Miracle by Hello Lovers 13, rated explicit, 30,000 words, and a Louie and Harry pairing. The summary says, Christmas-inspired coffee shop AU. Harry has a bit of a crush on a customer. Thankfully, the feeling is mutual. These are their first 24 days together. The next fix called Treat You Like a Gentleman by Just Another Shade of Blue, rated explicit, 12,000 words, and a Harry and Louie pairing. Five times that Harry Styles was unsatisfied by his dates, and one time Louis Tomlinson helped him find what he had been missing. The next one's by the same writer called No Amount of Words, rated mature, 7,000 words, and a Louis and Harry pairing. A series of canon-compliant angsty vignettes that follow Harry and Louis through the years. Tears. The next one's by the same writer called Just You and I, A Starry Sky. Rated explicit, 7,000 words, and a Harry and Louis pairing. Getting accidentally pregnant by his childhood best friend with benefits 
was definitely not on Harry Styles' holiday to-do list, but apparently it's what has happened. So now he has to figure out how to tell Louis without ruining Louis's birthday, their family holiday, oh, and literally everything else about their lives. Oops. And the next one's also by the same writer called California Stars. Read a mature 27,000 words and a Louis and Harry pairing. A month in the life and diary of one Harry Edward Styles minor become farmer in the brand new state of California and his hired hand one Louis Tomlinson, a.k.a. Harry goes to San Francisco for supplies but ends up with more than he bargained for. An advent calendar fic. The next one's called The Prettiest Customer and the Cutest Barista by Fierce Sparks on AO3 and Only the Bravest on Tumblr, rated General, 1,000 Words, and a Louis and Harry pairing. So there's this guy, Harry repeated, and I really like him. Is he cute? The cutest, Harry said with a bright smile, turning around to face Louis. His cheeks felt warm, but he ignored it, pushed past it. Prettiest boy I've ever seen. Oh, tell me more. Louis rested his head in his hand. Louis is the pretty customer that comes in and orders hot chocolate while Harry is the cute barista that takes his order. The next one's by the same writer. It's called Party Behavior, rated teen and up, 1,000 words, and a Harry and Louis pairing. Harry, darling, get me a beer. Without looking at him, Harry flipped Louis off, causing Louis's group of friends to laugh and ooh some more. Why is he doing that, Anya asked. Harry lifted one shoulder and half a shrug as he said, He's just trying to show off to his friends. No big deal. Harry and Louis are at a party where their behaviors aren't exactly the best. The next one is called If You Ever Feel Alone, Don't by Beardy Boys with a ZX. Rated general, 9,000 words and a Louis and Harry pairing. Louis is too busy worrying about helping his mom and paying the bills to let himself enjoy his teenage years and hang out with his friends. Enter Harry, who will help him reconcile with his friend and understand the difference between feeling lonely and being alone. The next one is called Softer Softest. It is by Berserkshires and Little Rover Louis. Rated explicit 1,000 words and a Louis and Harry pairing. A lazy sad. A lazy Sunday afternoon of Harry appreciating the softness of Lou's body. The next one's called Perfume Purgatory by Little Rover Louie, rated teen and up, 4,000 words, and a Louis and Harry pairing. Louie is enduring the purgatory of selling perfume as a seasonal employee at the department store where her girlfriend Harry is employed. She still hates the mall but needs the extra cash to purchase Harry a special gift. The next one's by the same writer, and it's called Snow Squalls and Kitty Paws, rated general 8,000 words and a Harry and Louie pairing. Louie and Zane own The Future is Meow, a bookstore slash cat cafe, and are spreading the holiday cheer to their customers this Christmas Eve. A few morning snowflakes turn into a full-blown blizzard, and before they know it, the safest place for them and their employees to spend the night is the bookstore. Shop regular. Shop regular and object of Louis's affections, Harry, is also snowed in with them, as is another man who Harry seems more than friendly with. Will it be a Christmas miracle if Louis survives the snow squalls, a seemingly unrequited crush, and a curmudgeonly tortoise shell cat? 
The next one's called We Were Lucky Once, I Could Be Lucky Again by We Are the Same on AO3 and So Why Let Your Voice Be Tamed on Tumblr, Rated Mature, 4,000 Words, and a Liam and Louie pairing. It all started with a big battle, one of those big end-of-the-world battles where Louie feels so incredibly powerless, where he knows he won't be able to do anything but stand on the sidelines and wait for Liam to come back. Not to downplay his own abilities, which in some circles are considered formidable, but when it comes to true danger, well, there's only one Slayer. The Slayer. Into every generation and all that, Louis knows it, but that doesn't mean that he has to like it when Liam puts himself in danger every night. It's bad enough when it's just your run-of-the-mill vampire. It's different when words like apocalypse and end of the world get thrown around. Liam takes it in stride as he always does, jokes about how they need to come up with a plural form of apocalypse because they've lived through more than one in their time on the hellmouth. But there's always this tightness in Louis's chest when he watches Liam head out to another battle, unsure whether or not he's going to come back, unsure if this will be the last time he'll see him and he'll have to live with his regrets for years to come, with thoughts of what could have happened. The next one is called Ho Ho Hopefully by Safety Film on AO3 and Larry BLR on Tumblr, rated Teen and Up, 5,000 words, and a Louis and Harry pairing. Attached to the gift, just under the bow, was a paper tag, and Harry wished desperately that he could write his own name there. To Louis from Harry. What a dream that would be. He'd grown fond of Louis over the time that he'd been watching him, wishing that he could be part of Louis's life of his world, regardless of the fact that the only thing Harry had ever known was working for Father Christmas, or Nicholas, as he'd preferred to be called. The one where Harry is an elf in Santa's workshop and Louis is one of the humans he's been assigned to. The next one's called Change of Plans by Has to Be Good, rated General, 2,000 words, and a Louis and Harry pairing. Harry and Louis plan to visit their families over Christmas. Sometimes plans don't work out. The next one's by the same writer. It's called Stole My Heart. Rated, well, not rated. 2,000 words and a Louis and Harry pairing. Oh my God, Niall. The door slams shut as Harry rushes into the flat. He's still panting from his rush to get away from the scene of his crime. You won't believe what just happened. Niall is sitting on the couch in their tiny living room. He looks up from his laptop. What happened? The worst thing I'll never recover. I just reached into a box of free samples outside that new chicken restaurant. Only it wasn't free samples. It was a man holding a box of chicken nuggets. His chicken nuggets. I stole this man's food, Niall. Now listen, this fic was written for me today. And like posted today as like a secret Santa gift. And I have not been able to read it yet because I've been <laughs> writing notes and recording this podcast. And honestly, I can't wait now to be done so I can read this fic. The last fic I'm going to tell you about today is my own fic. It is called St. Elena by me, Always Well 16. Not rated. 1,000 words. Louis and Harry pairing. When Harry's illness worsened, the crew of the Ace of Spades sailed to the island home of Captain Grimm. An Ace of Spades timestamp from Zane's point of view. So just a timestamp from the pirate fic I read. I'm sorry that I wrote and I am so tired. <laughs> 
and I am finally done. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you found some fix to check out. And if you have any feedback for me on the podcast, you can contact me at allwiswell16 on Tumblr via DM or ask or on Twitter at all underscore was underscore well underscore 16. Bye.